Greetings, everybody. This is Lindy from LA and Lori from New York. Hello, everyone. There's another episode of Live Your Light. And we're so happy you joined us today. We have, uh, I think, an interesting conversation that we wanted to start. And (laughs) I think, you know, we have some thoughts and some tips, tools, and reflections on a certain topic that we wanted to share with you. So it starts with a question I was asking Lori earlier this morning. Have you noticed um, new tensions or being triggered or more sensitivity about becoming more engaged? You know, now that the quarantine is lightening up for a lot of us, we're going out there and we're interacting with the public and we're getting more involved with our relationships. Have you noticed that, Lori? (laughs) More tension in relationships, more reactions, more triggering going on. Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, not at all. (laughs) Look, I got to go. I got somebody coming up. (laughs) Don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I know for myself, I'm, I'm seeing it. I am seeing it with other people. At first I was thinking, you know, wow, people seem to be going through some rough times, but I, I think it is related to this, um, you know, our reemerging back into the world um, with some, you know, hesitation and caution and just being super sensitive, sometimes reactive, uh, overly mm-hmm. reactive to people and situations and, um, you know, even, even just, I noticed myself with driving, you know, I get uptight more, I uh, react more. I, it, it, and at first I thought, you know, is it just that my nerves are shot? I think a lot of us, um, mm-hmm. our, our nerves are just fried from what we've been going through all the adjustments that we've had to make. And I think it's just taken its toll and it definitely is affecting our interactions day to day. And I think, how about you? Yeah, I've noticed that with myself and just going off on ridiculous um, uh, mind chatter that mm. when I think of it, when I come back later, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm out of control, you know, just, and I think like what you said, what's, what's going on underneath, we've all been under a lot of pressure. This has all been new to us. And I, I like that um, we were sharing with each other, maybe how to shift that energetically. What can we do by ourselves instead of, um, you know, just to make ourselves feel better? So instead of just thinking about how to always have the hard conversations and all of that, that we, you know, things that we've done in the past, um, this is more of the, the inner energetic shift we're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Because sometimes it seems in 
like when I've gone to talk to the person about what I was upset about, or I was being sensitive to, or I got triggered, it just triggers a lot more. <laughs> yes. Or they weren't you even, or they weren't even aware of it. And they're like, oh, really? Right. Like what? Yeah. yeah. Now you just opened a whole can of worms that we have to try and put back together again. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that it's the inner, um, turmoil and like you said the mind chatter that's incessant lately you know it's like living outside of yourself and second guessing and running these you know commentaries all day long about people about situations about you know even just walking into a store you know do I have my mask do I not have my do, do I have to wear it now do I am I going to go out to eat should I should I eat inside or outside should I go should I wear the mask or I don't wear the mask <laughs> I mean that's just a little piece of the mind chatter compared to other major decisions that we maybe have to make or relationships that are going through metamorphosis you know and that's it. The mind chatter with the people really get to meet relationships because I'm, I'm, we're all concerned about our relationships. So if I say something and I don't think that it was received well, you know, then the mind chatter is, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should have said it like this or, you know, and especially now I think that I've always cherished relationships. I think we all do, but more mindful of our relationships with this opportunity that we've had to be with ourselves and creating a better relationship with ourselves. So for me, it's kind of like coming out and uh, re-engaging and then like, Ooh, I think I hit a sticky spot there either with myself or with the other person. Mm -hmm. Well, and one other thing, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I was say, <laughs> some of it is, we've been apart for so long. We haven't gotten to spend as much time together in person with the people that we're close to for a lot of us. Right. And yeah. So it is kind of a new dynamic. Like when you think about getting back together or you do see somebody in person and then there's just a whole nother level of relating that wasn't there before. Yeah, so I what popped in my head this morning, I a long time ago read the book The Tools by Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels. It's just a, a great book. And they've got some very simple tools in there. But the one that really sticks out to me is the tool that they have, Active Love. And just to read to you the little beginning, beginning here is free yourself from out of the control rage and never ending grudges with active love. Active love. Use active love. Okay. Active love. <laughs> Use active love when someone enrages you and you can't get the person out of your head. <laughs> if you can't stop replaying what happened or fantasizing about getting revenge, you're stuck in what we call the maze. <laughs> Sorry, I don't yeah. <laughs> mean to laugh. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I relate to that. Okay, go on. You're stuck. Me wait, too. wait, what does he say? You're stuck in the maze? Yes. Oh, yeah. And if you don't get yourself out of the maze, the world will move forward without you. Oh. But that was an interesting statement. Oh. So to continue, cues to use the tool. 
Number one, use active love when the moment um, comes up that someone does something that angers you. I'm hearing a lot of people are getting angered on the freeways these days. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're, they're using it as uh, it's way worse than before the COVID. Mm -hmm. Number two, use it when you find yourself reliving a personal injustice, whether it was in the recent or distant past. Oh boy. And three, use it to prepare yourself to confront a difficult person. Oh my goodness, this is so perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it works. I remember doing it. Uh, it was in 2016 that I found the book and I read, no, I'm sorry, 2014. And it blew me away after uh, practicing it every day for a month. Really? I had a couple of people I really having a hard time with yeah and you felt that, that there was a shift as a result yes it was all yes. inner work that you were doing not outer work absolutely yeah I think this could be really helpful um for many of us at this point in time it just yeah it just feels very appropriate and I mean it it's it's hard because you got you when you get stuck in that maze, as he puts it, you could not only are you reliving or reigniting the fear or the anger or the injustice, but you know you're then you're also reinforcing it for yourself and making it bigger. Um, yes, and the only one that's suffering in that whole process is you. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, but so, how do you move from being in that state of twirling around with the angst um, to shifting into a space of love or around someone that you feel has caused you so much uh, disharmony. Well, these are some of the elements of this tool. And the number one is concentration. Feel your heart expand to encompass the world of infinite love surrounding you. When your heart contracts back to normal size, it concentrates all this love inside your chest. Mm. So two, transmission of all that love. Send all that love from your chest to the other person holding nothing back. All of that number wait, three. I'm sorry. So all that love that you just tapped into and brought inside. Yes. You're now gonna transmit from your heart to the other person. And what I did it, it's like making it a laser beam. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even have room for the chatter or the maze to come out. You know, you've expanded, you breathe in, you feel you bring all this love into your heart and laser beam to the other person, to their chest, and, and literally see that love going into their heart, in their chest. And that's the penetration part. When the love enters the other person, don't just watch it. Feel it enter. Sense a oneness with them. Then relax and feel all the energy you gave away return to you. That's very powerful. It feels good just reading it. Yes. Feeling it. 
yeah. because I think, you know, the higher part of ourselves, the higher soul, the higher self knows that this is perfectly, you know, makes perfect sense. <laughs> this knows that this is the way that you need to handle relationships and how you need to just be in the world. So that part of us, I think, recognizes it. It's the ego and the part that wants to get stuck and feel justified in the anger that might struggle with that. I'm not going to send her love. She ruined my day. Right. 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 How can you you even say that when I first uh, (laughs) was like, there is no way. These people are so horrible, so bad. They are monsters. Why would I do that? I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> it was crazy. At first, I was like, no, this isn't working. This is, But I, I was diligent. I kept at it. And it, it blew me away. It really did open me up. It made a difference. And going forward, it's where I really got in a different prism, the forgiveness piece. Because I was one of those people, they would say, yeah, I know forgiveness is good, but I kept thinking it meant about the other person, even though I got it, but I didn't really get it. This tool really helped me see, wow, it really is about letting yourself off the hook. Letting yourself off the hook. With the judgment. Yeah. Because let's, you know, when we're in forgiveness, that we're still judging the other person. Oh, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And it really has nothing to do with that part of it. It's really forgiving ourselves. Well, I think it's really, it could be very transformative. I mean, I think that we've seen that working energetically in relationships and in our meditations about relationships and situations that it can be very powerful, you know, if we take the time to do it. I know that, you know, what was it years ago? We used to do that. Um, that was a cord cutting visualization. Yeah. I don't know if people have done that, yeah. but you know, Oh no, it was about 20 something years ago when I first learned about it where you visualize the cord between you and someone and, you know, someone that you know you need to sever ties with or you know is a toxic uh, relationship and you need to detach, you know, from their energy to visualize the cord going from, you know, your, actually it's more from like, like the belly button area to theirs and visualizing taking the, you know, the giant scissors and cutting it. Um, and just releasing them in love, saying thank you, and, and watching in, in your mind, watching them float away, you know, in peace, in a peaceful way. I remember when I first did that, uh, I was shocked at how it worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. The person felt True. it. You know, the person actually felt it. I didn't tell them about it. I didn't give a heads up, like, oh, by the way, I'm going to be cutting our cord tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, bam. They felt it um, energetically because um, there was, like, a response of reaching out of, like, an acknowledgement that, wow, something has really shifted. I can feel it. And I was blown away thinking, like, wow, that was just something I did between me and me and and 
and it was experienced. So this seems like um, not a more, not a more positive necessarily because it doesn't have to be negative. The cord cutting that's also positive, but it it just feels like a more proactive way to create peace. You know, it's interesting. I was just thinking with the cord cutting, that's more from, from your belly button, more from our root chakras, mm -hmm. you know, and then creating this laser beam of love. From the heart. Like both of them work together to create like that infinity, like letting go, you know, bringing the love yeah. so that we're actually engaging all of our self here. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think I think that you know the the doing from from the root or the sacral chakra to the other person, um, you know, releases the fear, releases the um, the turmoil. I think in some ways it releases the like past life residue stuff that might be uh, a part of this whatever you're you know yeah but yes. then to take the time to really feel that love and to share it with that person and create you know that kind of grace and peace between you is a beautiful way to go and could be felt as as <laughs> impactfully as a, a cord <laughs> I mean I know I've done it in different ways where we're doing a practice like that similar but I like that this is very deliberate um, very clear and like what you said in the beginning it's not something I like the energetic work that we can do by ourselves it's not something that we have to go out and we like you said, I'm cutting the cord with you. But but at the same time, what I'm doing is I'm sending you a laser beam of love. Yes. Go <laughs> in peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that doing this work, even with dealing with everybody, it's still it's still cutting the cord with the, the negative, with the um with the judgments and the holding on and then creating that like it it works for the bigger picture yes for all of our relationships yeah and i think even in doing so it it releases um the judgment like you said and it, it i think it creates a more of an environment to receive the blessings you know to you know yes to, yes you know, when when you're in that state of love and, and you can actually energetically spend that time to transform a relationship by doing that, then you open yourself up to receiving more of that. Yes. Yeah. So there, one little tidbit here, um, the higher force you're invoking Active love creates outflow. Outflow is the force that accepts everything as it is. This dissolves your sense of unfairness so you can give without reservation. Mm. Once you're in that state, yeah. nothing can make you withdraw. You are the chief, chief beneficiary. You become unstoppable. Nice. 
yeah, that's just emphasizing what you, you're saying. I was looking outward, but the receiving, whew. Yeah, that's the byproduct that, you know, it creates, well, again, it's that loop that you, you know, the infinity thing, it, it returns back. Just like in the visualization, you're saying, you know, the love returns back to you. So, so does all the other good stuff. Yeah, and it's such a powerful place to stand within. <sighs> I'm breathing it in. <laughs> well, I know personally um, that I need to practice that and start tonight because I think it's going to be a very powerful way to transform because, like you said at the beginning, you know, if you're having, like, reactions or difficulties or conflicts or unresolved things that, that are get magnified in relationships now, maybe more than they were before. It, it really, there's no way to really resolve it in a, <laughs> except energetically because you could, you could ignore it, yes. you could stuff it away, you could deny it's there, try and go on, but it's still having a negative impact on you. So at least yes. if, if you take the time yes. to, you know, transmute it within yourself and and see the other person receiving the love and, you know, it just can free you to just be more authentic in relationships and not be holding on to stuff, which I think we all want. Well, I was thinking this morning, it's interesting when this popped in my head. So I was in receiving mode. What is the question I was asking? What do I need the most right now? And this popped up in my head. So in researching just a little bit and reading the steps again, I'm with you. I'm going to start tonight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't know how these things evolve out, but it's time to evolve it back in. Yeah, and it's good to have the reminder. It's great that it came to you as a as a message of, well, you have some tools like that might really work in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Let's whip them out. And speaking of that, messages that we need or we could hear or receive. How do you feel about picking a card for us this well, morning? Well, I was shuffling um, as we were talking and one flew out. <laughs> all right you know, all right then fantastic card readers online uh often say like it just flew out so we have to go with it so i'm just gonna go with it because it flew out <laughs> okay. and i'm gonna say that spirit wanted me to share the message and uh the card is blessed Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's a feel beautiful that. card. I wish you could all see it. It's Oof. from the Wisdom of the Oracle deck by Colette Baron Reed. A beautiful card deck. I highly recommend. Especially when you need those uplifting oh. messages and the beautiful uh, drawings on the cards are just. <sighs> so it's blessed and it's a beautiful picture of this fairy just floating 
and it has the number 22 on the card as well. So maybe this is going to resonate with someone having to do with the 22nd of the month. Just saying. Plus, it's a power. It's also a power, mm. as we know. Okay. Yes. So the essential meaning is something wonderful that is unearned and unexpected. <laughs> Grace that is an unforeseen gift from spirit. There are moments in life when out of the blue, it seems that everything has been orchestrated by divine intervention. You feel blessed in ways that are difficult to express. It's as if the Red Sea parts in front of you and events come together to banish your troubles easily and naturally. You know deep down you did not deserve any of it, and yet here you are. This is one of those times. Let awe and gratitude for all your blessings guide you now. Oh, and oh, the relationship beautiful. message is you and this has to do with the act, you know, the practice we were just speaking of. You are moving toward a deepening of intimacy in a unique and sacred partnership. You know you are meant to make this connection. This union blessed by the divine will bring transformation and beauty to the world. This is also a sign, even more important, that you're being called to a deeper intimacy with yourself and spirit. With this new development, you will see evidence of grace in your life. Mm. Lovely message. Wow. Now, energetically, that feels wonderful. It just confirms Mm. that that blessing that we were talking about that Mm. can come back to you by doing a practice like this. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, we did figure eight this morning. <laughs> Infinity and beyond. Right. Go buzz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is yeah. so perfect. Just you know, so perfect. Yeah. If you can, check out this beautiful picture on the card. Blessed. And well, let's post it. We can post it for this week's uh, episode. Okay. Yeah, we can make the cover it, the cover of the Ooh. episode. So check it out, everybody. <laughs> well, that's right. You already are checking it out. <laughs> well, stop, send someone else to check it out, then. There you, you know, go. I really appreciate the conversation, Lindy, and the reminder because um, I certainly am one of those people that get stuck in that loop, and it doesn't lead anywhere good. Um, and this already feels better, and I haven't even done it yet. So here we go. I know, right? I feel the same way, and I get stuck in those loops in my head, and it's so frustrating and confounding. And when I real, you know, it's just it's not a fun place to be. So to have tools that can help us with that, and just talking about it. Look at what happened on our show. This is just amazing to me that we would talk about the tools. And we would get the the blessings card. This is so beautiful. I'm so grateful to you for our relationship. We would, is this amazing? You know, when we met each other, how many years ago that we would be, you know, sitting here podcasting and get to podcast an episode like this. It's just Mm. divine and perfect. 
(laughs) Yeah, I've got chills, big time, big, big time. Maybe that's the buzz. (laughs) So hopefully people will find this helpful as you're re-emerging from the cocoon that we've been in. Um, You know, don't let your wings get all sticky and 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 uh, feel confined just you know reach out and try something like this to really help transform and help give you the freedom freedom to I love fly. that I love that analogy you know coming out of the cocoon the butterfly and yeah when we're stretching our wings they are a little bit sticky they have a little bit of a challenge of reaching out completely so this that what a great way visualization to see it thank you let's flap together (laughs) let's flap together so in closing i'd like to say if anybody has any suggestions or want to make comments please email us lindy157 oh or a topic yeah Lindy157 at gmail.com and rotolori at gmail.com. Everybody have a blessed day for now.